Yeah, that's normal. Oh my god. Um, what did I want to say was shit. Oh, so I think that because millennials are getting to like forty years old, I think it's time for us to stop using social media, <laughs> like the older ones of us. What do you think? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm only turning twenty seven this year, but but you're still a millennial. I'm kind. Of, yeah, I'm. I'm on the younger end of the millennials, but even. I'm over social media. To be fair, I wasn't really into it, like, full-heartedly from the start. I've always been, like, a lurker. Right. Never a poster. But nowadays, I think it's just, like, the pandemic, and we've had nothing to do but sit in front of devices (sighs) and absorb. Yeah. I think I'm over it. Like, I don't want to, like, watch anything And that's a great thing. Or even, like, YouTube. I used to, like, be really into YouTube, and I would watch certain channels or influencers consistently like when they post it yeah i can't even remember the last time i watched a youtube video because i just don't want to watch any social media anymore I except tiktok oh yeah i'm like obsessed with tiktok because yeah. it's just so funny because you never see the same thing no and the fact that it like caters to your likes the yeah. things that you like it actually like filters and like makes it personalized which a lot of social media doesn't doesn't they try to say they do but they actually don't i think their algorithm is superior they have a really good instagram used to have a good algorithm but then then they pretty much like sold their soul to the devil Mm -hmm. himself mark zuckerberg and it's just gone downhill since then it's like we ask for one thing we're like we just want chronological order what i liked with the pandemic is that it it showed the creators that were not original Yes, because when they couldn't go anywhere, they had nothing to post. But the people who were genuine and like really good at their job, they were still going to be entertaining regardless. Regardless, exactly. So, so that's the wonderful thing. And it weeded out a lot of bullshit and also yeah. created a lot of like people who, who I realize are just posting or following content that's hip popular Trendy. Just for clout. Just for clout. Yeah, Just like to be they part don't actually the care. Yeah. They they don't they don't have any passion for what they're creating. They're just creating because they know that's what the people want. But it's like people are so fickle. Like you want to create something consistent like that you value because it's like if you don't value it and the next day something happens and nobody suddenly likes you anymore, then what? I think we've just been inundated with so much stuff to watch. Like there's just, especially with the pandemic, everything came out. Like Netflix was full of stuff. It's literally a blur. It feels like a fever dream. Oh, I did a lot of traveling. Yeah, because I remember watching your stories. I'm like, she's moving across country like two times or whatever. (laughs) But I did it safely. And the times that we could drive, we drove. Like, we did not take mass transportation unless we I only took an airplane when I moved to California for school. Okay, so here is the interesting thing. What I've always wondered was, how was the energy like in the States with the BLM George Floyd thing? And then also the pandemic, like, because for us over here, for me, I didn't know anyone like, like personally speak to them like this. Um, how, what was it like that, that feeling? Was it different? Honestly, no. Okay. And you know, I live in DC too. So like, that's where it all like popped off. Literally. (laughs) It felt like the Black Lives Matter movement kind of was like a distraction from the pandemic because it seemed like... As soon as, like, that popped off, everyone suddenly forgot that we were in a pandemic and that we should be wearing masks and social distancing. I mean, like, it was a great cause. Like, I am 100% for it, obviously, because I'm black and my life does matter. But I don't know. I I didn't go to any of the protests because I felt like there are other ways to get out and support that kind of movement. I didn't want to put myself at risk during that time or my family. Mm. So... I I was a little skeptical that so many people were doing mass gatherings during the beginning of a pandemic that no one really knew anything about. Like, it was brand new. We didn't know what the symptoms were. It's still brand new. Yeah, we still don't know the long-term effects. So, that's why when I was texting you earlier, like, 
being like on the bus and on the subway with mass groups of people that like gives me anxiety now because i'm like there are too many people around like yeah i need to get off of this like i need to go be isolated i think because i saw like 10 people the entire year yeah. but that's a good good thing about a country so big yeah um, is that you can do that imagine like the states had the transportation system of Korea, but still the ignorance of the people that wouldn't wear masks and it it would have it trans was, it would have spread so much faster yeah. than it did. I would say I don't know how, but I do know how because I'm an American. Yeah. So <laughs> I already know how we are. I'm just one of the woker Americans. Americans, yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm still American and I I'm still messy and chaotic. I know. <laughs> I, I I accept my brethren for the way they are. <laughs> but the one thing about Americans, though, that we can, like, talk about our flaws. I'm like, yeah, that was bullshit. America sucks. But I love America. And I, I would never want to be from any other country. I don't know. I feel like it's uh, white Americans don't think that way. I feel like those are like the really, really. Pre- and I'm from the South too, so like those the white Americans that people tend to talk about. When yeah, they think about white Americans like the really patriotic. I'm, I cut my arms and I bleed red, white, and blue. Like the South will rise again, type American. The Confederacy, basically. Yeah, the Confederacy will rise again. The South will rise, and we're all just like, what? <laughs> no, no, it won't. It literally will won't. never. So yeah, th- those white Americans, I don't know. They're kind of like a minority. They're just loud. They're it's just that the loud. people that think like that hold the power. Yeah, that's, the... that's what most people see. But most people are yeah. going to see the negative and the bad anyways. You're going to see the bad over the good. There are more good people than there are bad people. Mm-hmm. But we're always going to highlight the bad because just the way that's the just human, human nature. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. just human nature. Well, now we're having a great discussion. I love it. Know, it's just like, <laughs> it does like flow really naturally. Yeah, so... Podcasts um, are low-key fun. It's th- just talking. It's literally just talking. So, and that's what I love. It's just, just, it's normal talking, but for some reason, when you're in front of a mic, something else comes out, and that's why I love doing this. And I you, feel like this is just like a blur. Like, I don't even like see this. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what this is. So, after we've spoken for like, what, 10 minutes, um, I think I'll introduce the show. <laughs> Wait, this is going to go first? Are you going to like switch it? I can switch it. I can edit it. So, oh, it doesn't really matter. Okay. But I think it's more authentic if I just leave it like that. Like, um, I'm not getting paid by anyone, so no. I don't need. It's just yeah, it's you... my project, so I, and I like it. <laughs> it's your show, and you'll say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, hey everyone, you're listening to this is fine, a mental health podcast that explores your emotions, unpacks some thoughts, some feelings, some serious, some lighthearted, and a lot of tangents, like the one you just heard. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I am the triple X gay Iraqi movie title stuck between Iraq and a hard place. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm Ivor. <laughs> I can't top that. Um, I'm just Quandra. <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> yes, that was actually really. You said I was gonna laugh too. That was really chaotic. <laughs> it, it's very, I was like, what? It's very gay. It's very chaotic. It's very gay. Very gay. The gays are chaotic. Yep, they're very chaotic. But um, the homo- the heterosexuals are just problematic. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I could just say the heterosexuals are just the heterosexuals and everyone be like, No, yeah. I think, no, no, let's get this right. The straights the are straights, problematic. Okay. The heterosexuals are fine. Okay. It's the straights. Um, so today I'm can joined. Can we start calling them that? Yeah, we can call them the straights. The straights. <laughs> well, did, did you know about the, I, I spoke about this on the show, but you know about super straight, right? No. Jesus Christ. Okay. So for Listen, the people. I don't. Don't you don't know, like yeah. I actually found it on TikTok, ironically. Okay. So, um, basically, super straight are a bunch of white men who have now made themselves or tried to make themselves part of the LGBTQ plus. I have thing, heard of that. Where yeah, yeah. they, where they are like, uh, basically, it's transphobia twisted around as in a positive super straight thing. So they want a woman to be a biological woman for them to be into it, and so it's transphobia. In terms of like, but it's like you can want to have someone that's biologically a woman without like having like that statement. Like, just say, that, yeah, just, that, just, just you don't even have to say it. Like, just go for people that you're attracted to. Like, yeah. you don't have to say anything about it. Like, why do you need to make that a group or a what? movement? Look, you're the majority. Why You're be- not a minority. It's become in vogue to be part of a movement. 
I guess. So they just want, they so, you know how white people so hard, mm-hmm. so much want to be oppressed. It's so the that oppression they can complain. Olympics. <laughs> it's the oppression Olympics. And I'm exactly. like, listen, you want this oppression, please, I will give it to you for free. For free. Free yeah. 99. Take Look, some. we we didn't ask for this. No. <laughs> you gave it. <laughs> Take it back. Take it back. I fact. want a refund. <laughs> I also want my 40 acres and a mule. Oh my God. I want it. Come on. <laughs> listen. Repatri- repatriations? Is that it? Reparations. Repatriation is like the soldier I thing. Was like, Wait <laughs> like, a that's the wrong word. I was like, what? What, what is, is he English? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, how do we meet? First of all, um, we met at work. And I was like, a black girl, that's it. I need this. That year, there were two black people hired. I was like, yep, I have to make friends with these people because I'm tired of basically just being me and Dominic and I'm way too light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's one of the first things you said you're like you guys like post me because i'm black right or whatever yes <laughs> i did because you messaged me oh i think it was like the work meeting like the training the first day of training yeah and then when we were going home both of you guys cacaoed me yeah and at we, the same time <laughs> we planned it and like this and you guys both said very similar things and i was just like i was waiting on this because I knew from the distance that they were going to message me because I was black. Yep. And I was the right person. You were the right person. I was person. the right black person. Honestly. all skin folk ain't kin folk. And no. I was one of the kin folk. Kin folk, honey, listen. Straight up. Um, I, I turned that school around. <laughs> you definitely did. I'm memorable. They'll never hire another black person because of me, though. And they haven't. <laughs> And I, I went up there and turned shit upside down. And maybe you should come back just, just, just to I shake up the school. Literally, if they would let me, I would. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm unemployed starting June. So, hey. Well, technically July. But, yeah. I don't know. I, I would only know. go to beat up Iris. I mean, I maybe. would literally only go to terrorize <laughs> Iris every single day. And that Wait, would should be... I have name dropped? Or we uh, just in the future, if we talk about her, just say the snake because that's okay. my name for her. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wait, I probably should name drop her. No. But she doesn't know I have a podcast, and if she does, oh, she's so probably not interested in listening, and that's great because her yes. YouTube channel sucks. Oh, she still has that. I think she does. Yeah, she does that oh. in TikTok. Yeah. I know the TikTok. I only know I that because it, the TikTok though. Yeah, it came up on my feed. I was like, I saw oh. one of my old students in there, and I was like, aww. You're not supposed to see students on someone's TikTok. That's illegal. I know, but that's why I blocked her. I was like, first, I don't like her, and two, she's illegally filming. I'm pretty sure the school doesn't know she's doing that either. No, the school doesn't know. You need permission to do that kind of I stuff. I would deadass send it to the manager <laughs> anonymously and be like, hey, you guys, I know we haven't talked in like a year, but I just wanted to let you guys know that, that I happening. saw this, and it was actually really concerning to me. Yeah, because your parents did sign off on that, and there's no Korean parent that would sign off on that. No. So, no. Um, but unfortunately, like, her best friend listens to the show, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Who's her best friend? Mr. Big. Oh. I call him Mr. Big. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. But I like him. Hi. Oh yeah. <laughs> he is over the moon like like hearing your voice. <laughs> but why hasn't he come seen me yet? Why haven't we made plans? Mm, I guess you have to send him a smoke signal because that's like, the only how way. would I get in contact with him? I don't have his email address anymore either. I forgot. But it's like I don't need his email address anymore. We live in the same they, city now. Literally. So um I've just I, been like super busy with work though. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. Like, you've been work and school. I've been I haven't really hung out with anyone in like the last two months. You may catch me on a hot saturday yeah, but like now otherwise but i've been here like nine no i've been here longer than that almost like three months now mm. and i've seen like the same three groups of people i've seen patrick i've seen you and winsome i saw q only one time since oh i've goodness. been here and i used to see q weekly well you did work together didn't you no oh you didn't no shit i thought you guys did no i've just been like really busy and like she got her new boyfriend which john is like really cool i really really like he has him. a nose ring it's very rare that i find a white man with a nose ring sexy and As- he he's good. attractive john's a really handsome guy Brrr, like- i'm like really happy for her and i know like when you get in a relationship things change and yeah. people do other things and then i've been busy with my sucky ass job my source of my anger right now and grad school I should be doing schoolwork right now, but you know what? I know, which is why I'm so thankful you're here. (laughs) I can't stand it. And I know I should be like, okay, on Sunday, I should spend all day at home doing schoolwork. I always, I think I'm the last minute type. I am the person on the wire. So I'm like, my assignment's due Tuesday. 
I'll wake up like 3 a.m. on Monday and like work for five hours. And like some people do thrive that because their brain tends to to create or be more creative and productive in that space. Because yeah. for some people, if I know that I have a week, I ain't doing it I until... For- <laughs> like I literally can't do it until the final yeah. hour. So um, you're the one of the uh, people that I like to talk to because you just say it how it is, which is why I want to talk to you about anger. <laughs> because you've been known to pop off like... <laughs> <laughs> On the occasion, anybody, anywhere... On your mom, your dad, your dog, your grandma. I don't care. I'm going to pop off. And it's like, but I do pick and choose my battles. Oh, yeah. Like, I know if if I can't fight you in a physical fight, I'm I not going to try. Wouldn't. No. no. But there are not many people that I come across that I felt like I couldn't mm-hmm. at least fight. Fight, so. yeah. So there's no one that actually, like, except Russians. <laughs> I think Russians probably like scare me. Everyone else, I'm just like back in the day, like Asian gangs where they they use like they don't because they didn't use guns. They had like machetes and like knives, yeah, and like, they would it's hack like you to and, shit up close and personal. Like yeah, things. I'm not like a gun. I just shoot you from a distance, but like, it's like you have to fight. I literally like will take a spoon and like scoop your eyeball Eyeballs out. Up. Like, do you know how strong <laughs> you and how to... much willpower you have to be to do that to someone? Yeah, and I feel like they have that, and that just like scares me <laughs> i actually don't know too many russian people as of right now i think that's probably like the only group of people that probably don't actively away. strike fear in me. <laughs> not like like random people on the street like if yeah. you're like a random russian person on the street i wouldn't be like oh my god I'll run away yeah. clutch my pearls and run no i'll just be like oh okay let me be like extra Hi, nice sir. to this person <laughs> Because I don't know, they, they could do some shit and I'll be like, oh, this is not my scene. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll watch my bag. So um, with anger, like, how do you identify? How do you know you're angry? Like, because for me, a lot of the time I will feel something and I wouldn't know that I'm angry. So I'll be annoyed. I'll be like passive aggressive and I'll be all of these things until I'm like, oh, shit, I'm angry because of that. Like, is it immediate for you? Yes. Or, okay. I know instantly. Okay. I am not passive aggressive either. Actually, passive aggressive people make me angry. Yeah, yeah. I'm like very, I feel like I have a healthy relationship with my emotions. Like, I know, ex- and you will know exactly how I'm feeling when, I, when I'm when i feeling it. Like, I yeah. exp- express them really well. I think that like comes from my mom, though. She was always like really open with us growing up saying, Oh, if you're, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. Like, Mm. feel what you feel. Your feelings are valid. That kind of thing. Yeah. Like, growing up, my mom was like the whole kumbaya. Let's, we have a family problem. Let's talk together. And here's your talking stick. And it's your turn to talk. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So it's like, when I was growing up, I'm like, oh, this stuff is so corny. But it's actually like a really healthy way to like, express your emotions because it's like when you don't have the talking stick you can't say anything so you have to respect that person and listen to how they feel and why they're feeling which is why it's hard to talk to someone like the snake who doesn't listen to you just talks over you but i am really defensive i'm I'm really explosive so it's like i can literally boom in like 10 seconds i can go from zero to 100 and i actually recently did that like with my job with my boss oh yeah you mentioned that um so that's also one of the reasons i like you because it reminds me of my mom my mom is that person that always used to like if she's angry she would say it like and then move on like it's not like hold a grudge whereas Mm -hmm. for some reason i i don't know part of my genetic makeup or my mint my the way i grew up like whatever happened like trauma and that kind of stuff that turned me very inwards and then i get like i keep it all inside for the longest time and then i explode at someone you know and we all have different ways of dealing with our anger and that kind of stuff and the first point is identifying that you that that's what you do right and which is something i talk about on my show all the time is identify what you're feeling that's the first step to figuring out how to deal with your emotions because not a lot of people are like you no like like i'm a very small demographic i realized yeah like and so that's why i like talking to you because i learn from you know from people um (laughs) who have really healthy (laughs) ways to express their emotions (laughs) i'm like you're gonna know when i'm happy you're gonna know when i'm sad you're gonna know when i'm mad and it's nothing personal no it's like if i'm angry i'm gonna tell you i'm angry or something you did I'm also the type of person, like, if you make me angry, I'm going to tell you. Mm. I am not going to sit and dwell on it. I'm going to get it out. And then I'm, like, instantly, like, well, I'm over it. 
And I realized when I had like my fight with my friend a couple of years ago that w- who actually reached out to me this week and Ooh. we've been talking like okay. we've kind of like men- mended that relationship and we talked about how we express our feelings and mm. she was like I know you were very outwardly expressive and she was like I didn't know how to express my emotions and I kept things pent up and I kind of let it fester. And she was like, you did things that made me upset, but I never told you. So there was no way that you would know that you were doing these things that upset at me because she was like, otherwise you would have probably stopped doing them. And I was Mm. like, of course I would have. But she was like, she was kind of too scared to even approach me because like the last conversation we had, I was explosive but she said that she also knew that about me. And I even said, I was like, hey, but you knew that coming into our relationship, our 10-year relationship, that that was me. And she was like, yeah, and I and I love that about you. But she was like, when it flipped on me and you were explosive towards to me, me <laughs> versus me being in the background and seeing you explosive Kiki. towards other people, <laughs> she was like, it was a completely different experience. And I just did not know how to handle it because after our fight, I was like, I didn't call them some names. I was like, you guys are being some dumb bitches. But I was like, but you're my dumb bitches. Yeah, there we go. And that's how I feel about it. I'm like, I'm going to get the shit I want off of my chest. And I'm going to be like, well, I feel better. Then I'm like, well, come on, you dumb cunts. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go, go get go some, some drinks. <laughs> like, yeah, like, but I realized people aren't like that. And I was talking to my mom about that because that was the first time I had such a negative interaction with a friendship. Like, mm. that was my first friend breakup and my mom was like our family we're we're, that's how we express we were like we say what we gotta say we're over it we Mm. don't dwell on it and she was like that's just how we are but you have to realize that everyone's not like that so you have to give people their own time to come around towards their feelings but she was like also devil's advocate when you're ready and they're not ready that's fair but after they're ready, you've moved on and you're no longer ready. But they still have they still have it festering in them. Yeah, and yeah. she was like, You you don't have to stick around and wait until they're ready. Like it has to be on like a mutual terms that mm. you guys both want to come together and talk to each other. And when you feel like it's been too long and let sleeping dogs lie, they have to respect that from you. Because oh, yeah. like, yeah, they can't they can't force you to feel a certain way when they want you to feel just like you couldn't Towards that, and I was yeah. like, yeah, that's true. And then you combine that that way of you having grown up, like ex- being so free to express yourself. And then you combine that with being a Virgo, where oh we God. think we walk around where everything we do is right. Everything, and most of the time... Everything we do is, is right. Exactly. Like, the world <laughs> would be a better place if people would listen. I will not steer you wrong. There, oh, no. are, there are very few, seldom times where I make the wrong decision and I'm okay with admitting that I made the wrong decision. Dude, same. I do the same thing. If I do something wrong, I'm like, okay, yeah, that was me being fucked up. I'm like, oh, my bad. Sorry. Because I'm always trying to be perfect, so yeah. I need to correct myself. Um, and honestly, like most of the famous people, uh, very prominent people, like Michael Jackson was a Virgo. Beyonce is a Virgo. Queen Elizabeth I was a Virgo. Patsy Klein is a Virgo. I could go on with the list of amazing Virgos. Quandra Moore is a Virgo. I am a motherfucking Virgo. You look... Look in the textbook that says Virgo, and there is a picture of me. Like, I I don't think I've ever met... I've met other Virgos, too, but I feel like no one is as Virgo as I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I can see, like, the Virgo tendencies, or sometimes they're, like, quiet Virgos. I am a quiet Virgo. And I'm not. Yeah. I'm an extrovert. Like, (laughs) a text... I'm a textbook Virgo and a textbook... Extrovert. So I'm, I'm an ambivert. Like, I'm a Virgo ambivert. So. No, I'm both. And I'm sometimes now that I'm older and I'm extrovert, it is exhausting. <laughs> like I, I, I can like feel myself getting exhausted with right. myself. So I'm like, I know people get exhausted of me. So it's like <laughs> now I'm older, I try to like scale it back a little bit because I know I can't help it, but I'm more aware of my extrovertness yeah. now, and I'm just like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> it's it's a lot of energy. I don't think I've met a lot of extroverted virgos though no it's it's not a common trait for virgos to be like overtly extrovert like i use this a lot but look at someone like beyonce who is this she's an introvert she's deeply introvert but then saves all of that when it comes to her art and michael jackson same way he was a deeply introverted Virgo. yeah yeah so maybe maybe people who the virgos or the people who are very introverted do have an ability to express art they in a turn way. it on and turn it off yeah there we i can turn on and turn it off like the pandemic didn't make me feel any like 
there's not a strong disconnect from society because it is easy for me to retreat. <laughs> Where other people find it so hard. See, no, I, I enjoyed the time. It got exhausting at a point because oh, it, it just was just too long. I was just like, no. But I didn't mind being alone and I was with my family and I just moved back from Watching after living anime. abroad for like, what, three years? Mm. At that, two and a half years, I was living abroad. I went home. I didn't have to work. <laughs> yeah. I got to live at home for free. My parents always had food. I never had to stress about. So you I got a stimulus st- check. <laughs> I got a. I got multiple. I got all the stimulus checks. Yeah. I got unemployment. I still don't know how the grace of God I qualified for that. It was because when I got to the U.S., I applied for a job, mm. got it, and then the country shut down. And then you lost the and job. And because I was at that job for like a week or two, I qualified for pandemic unemployment. So oh. I was like, God, looking out. So it's like, yeah. Capitalism, come on. Yes, we yeah. love to see it. That's one of the positives about America. Mm. It it took every tooth and nail to get that money. But once we got that money, we got that money. You got that money. I got that money. It wasn't even that much. Like, considering no, the standard wasn't. of living, it's like no. nothing. But uh, because I lived at home rent-free. It was everything. Yeah. <laughs> it honestly helped me pay for grad school. Oh, there we go. But my parents were okay with that because they knew I'm, they know that I'm not that type of person either yeah. to like go out and be like really flashy. And so I do buy nice things and they're like the things you buy are really nice. Like my, I like Apple products. I like Louis Vuitton, but I don't go out and like go wild and crazy. Like I am meticulously. My mom said the same thing about me. I buy me. those things. Like I may not have a lot of money or if I do get something then I buy something of value. Yes. It's that never, that like, retains value too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like all loosey goosey spending. Oh, spin, spin, spin. And they knew I was going to pay for grad school. I used that money to help me move to California. Right. For my apartment for those like what, four months I was there. And then there. you couldn't go to school and that wasn't, you yeah. didn't even have to move there. I remember that yeah, because they told us that we originally were gonna go back in the spring yeah in the spring because so that's moved... when the pandemic will be over yeah. right <laughs> here we are almost summer <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. a year and a half later literally when i moved there for the fall i didn't have to move in the fall but i was kind of tired of being at home with my parents i love them but after you like live alone like you move out and have to come back. It's really a complete different dynamic. It really is. My parents weren't like clingy or like it didn't, they weren't strict or anything. They let me have my freedom. But yeah. I'm just like, I want my own space. Like, mm. no offense. I just did not like other people in my house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want someone in the bathroom. I don't want someone being unnecessarily loud. Or like, when I'm trying to cook, someone comes in the kitchen. I, I just wasn't into that. Um, I it's had... good for short term, but I couldn't long term do it. So I'm um, just something that made me really angry was like when I was first working, I I made like four hundred dollars a month. It's in South Africa that it's also like like really, really like your first job. First my job. first job, yeah. And so I had to pay student loans, which was like one hundred twenty dollars, and I had to pay my rent, which was like one hundred twenty dollars too, right? And so that's more than half your salary gone, and then the rest off I had to like live off of. And um, so I had to share a space with um, uh, an apartment, which is bigger than this one. So I lived with this white guy. (laughs) (laughs) The silence says it all. So what he did was we weren't allowed to smoke in our rooms or in the apartment. But anyway, him and his girlfriend, she would come over on the weekends and they would just sit in his room and play like online games and sit and smoke the whole time and have sex and you know I would occasionally hear them do what white people do listen by the time he moved out there was like a visible yellow stain from the smoke on the walls from the smoke like all around like where the smoke would like lift up like uh, i was disgusted cuz i didn't go into his room because why would i but i was the lease holder right and then i was like oh you fucking absolutely not that uh, i mean i i made him pay for it like i made him pay for it and, oh, that's and good. yeah um and had the room painted but still like what i don't know maybe i'm also biased because i'm not a smoker but i'm like they say no smoking in maybe also i'm extra biased because of like my field I know, mm. like, interiors and buildings and, like, people say these things for, for a, reason, a reason. For, like, the staining and the stuff like that to the interior wallpapers and walls and just, like... And it was... See, that's the worst part. If it was, like... Like, I have shitty wallpaper in this apartment. Like, yeah. you can't really see it. No, you know as no, an yeah. interior. Yeah, you I know. Can, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not... It's pro- cheap. It's fine. It's cheap. It's but cheap like, and it wasn't, like, the best installation. No. Like, it is what it is, but... 
they do that here. They do cheap wallpaper yeah, because they're, technically they're supposed to change it in between every tenant, but we know I, they, they don't. They did it, but because I've been here two years, two and a half years, yeah, then... Um, well, you know Bali Bali culture. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And that's, that's it shows. It shows, yeah. yeah. Um, it's not so bad, but at the same time, like, the rent here is also cheap. But, um, so that place, like, in South Africa, we don't have wallpaper. We paint everything. Mm. So... So if for smoke to go into paint is a whole different thing. Yeah. So that must have been a lot of smoke for them to do that. For it to like actively stain and it's like, and l- like is South Africa cold or no, something? No, no, honey. And so we had not, a balcony. So it's not like it was like, oh, it's too cold outside, but I really want to smoke. It's like you could literally, the weather's great year round. Year and round, And like you basically. said, you had a balcony. Why couldn't you smoke on the balcony? Just malarkey. <laughs> Just chaos. And things like that make me angry. Thank you. Because there's no reason. Why are you doing that? Common sense. Where is it? Facts. Not everyone has common sense. My mom used to say like, and she would say that in anger always, like, don't you have fucking common sense? Which is why as a kid, I would, I think I just learned common sense from her. Where it got to the point where like, I would go to her like with work because I was very much a mama's boy. I would go to her you know, office and visit her and just stay with her the whole day. And then the the ladies or like the people around the office would call me common sense's child <laughs> because <laughs> I would be the one like helping, <laughs> helping her. But in Afrikaans, it's, it translates different. But like, that's the meaning common sense's child. It, so that was my nickname. And um, yeah, very much like... That's uh, a very, very good nickname too. And so I get angry with people who don't have common sense, me who too. can't think. Like, And I'm I like, know they can't help it, but I, it still pisses me off. Because stupid people don't know they're stupid. I'm not going to lie. I don't watch the news. The only <laughs> time I watch the news or like read the news is when I was at home because my mom watches the news every right. day. So it was just there. So that's how I knew. All of the other information I get from the world is from Twitter and instagram and i I know that information is biased it's like written a certain way to portray a certain look Uh. but i also don't like fall into the propaganda and that's why i don't really like post like things anymore Mm. because i'm like what is this actually doing for anybody what is like if you like i'd rather you actually go do something about it than than, post something because it's like okay like okay yeah you post this picture for Education, cool. You're educating the masses, but what else are you gonna do? Like, yeah. are, are you actually gonna? Are you actually donating? Are you like putting something together? Are you? It's it's. And like, then with Black Lives Matter, I just I just feel like I don't like black trauma being used for propaganda or for profit. Yeah. So Jesus. I don't I don't like posting those things anymore. Like I hurt like emotionally every time I see them, but I just I don't want to post it. I yeah. don't. It's very traumatic, and I was like, but we don't like, need black trauma to make black lives matter worthwhile like yeah i feel like you should have supported it without the trauma and like the killings and stuff like mm. that because i mean first and of all if you're my friend because it's like i'm black and if you don't think black lives matter you're basically saying my life doesn't, doesn't matter. matter so why are we even friends why are we even yeah so it's like um, I've I said this in the previous episode, like the performative ally type bullshit. Yeah. So when you have like the snake, for instance, that puts up that kind of stuff, and then in the same vein calls you that other one instead of using your name. Yeah, and she knows my name. Yeah, and so that is racism to his core. Yeah. Like you, you'll be hard pressed to convince me otherwise. I don't care how nice she is. I don't care how everyone loves her. I don't care how whatever. The I've fuck. always used her name whether I like her or not, not. because it's just respect it's like i respect her as a human being right like she is an entity right i will never call her out of her name Mm. without her name attached to it i'll never like go out of my way to not use her name yeah because that's disrespectful you're like erasing me but and that comes from a history of slavery where they used to call black uh, women and i mean black people men women with with say boy and girl because they didn't want to say their names because they don't want to put any human value into their their being and so that she knows that that I don't think she like knows that consciously, but it's become know. part of culture in America for people to do that. And especially when it comes to like um, 
uh, light-skinned people like her, like me, where we are accepted part of like white people up until a point. Yeah. Up until the point. Until you make a white person mad. Until you make a white then person mad. Then, then the colored. one, then the one drop rule applies. Yeah. And then you'll be lynched just then like everybody like, else. Um, you're not white. Then all of a sudden the racist slurs come out. And we'll, yeah. And I think that's what black people are trying to say from the start. And it's like at the end of the day, you're just like me. Mm-hmm. So who's whose side you want to be on? <laughs> exactly. The side who will accept you from the start and tell you how it is, or the side who's gonna be snaky and shady, and then the moment you do something wrong, they're mm. going to use those slurs against you to intentionally hurt, hurt you. Hurt you. That's. I'm the thing. not gonna intentionally hurt you. I'm gonna just tell you how it is, and if you get hurt by what I say, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm not gonna be malicious about it. I'm yeah. not gonna go out of my way and be like calling you names that I know will actively hurt, hurt you, you, or yeah. like. Throw things in your face that I know that are going to actively Actually, hurt you. See, and that's the problem with where I feel my problem is, is that like you, like an observer, you watch people, I watch people, and then I know what their insecurities are. And if it gets to a situation where I get angry, I will use that against you and I will do that to hurt you. And so in that moment of like altercation with her, I really had so much to say that I wanted to hurt her because she had hurt me. But I decided this is not it. I'm not that. I'm not Nine that girl. Nine times out of ten, I would not do that. I, especially, I won't start off like that. But if you start doing that to me, I would just be like, "Well." Well, you open the floodgates. Yeah, honey. I'm like, "Well, let's open the book. Welcome and to the library." And especially for someone whose life is on the internet all the time, yeah. it's easy to find things that are <laughs> gonna hurt them. Yeah, so it's just tough. <laughs> so I don't like that part of my personality. And that you know, no, no, I won't. I will play tit for tat because mm. i am a petty bitch mm. i am petty i don't talk to her but i i wouldn't intentionally like go for your insecurities that's not my first shoot that may be my final blow oh yeah but it's not my first blow i the thing is because i grew up like uh i was a small kid and we grew up poor and so nutrition was a thing mm. and then people at school teachers uh, kids they would be like why are you so small honey I don't know. Like, you're a kid. You don't want to be faced with these things. And people go, oh, you're so short. Like, I don't fucking know. See, this is what gets me. Maybe it's just my genetics. Damn, can I live? Can I live? I don't fucking know. And so this is why people, like, men get short men syndrome. Because people go, oh, you're so short. Like They point it out. Things that they can't. Your entire life. (laughs) And you can't control those things. It's like, what do you want me to do about it? So, yeah. Break my kneecaps and stretch (laughs) myself like I'm Laffy Taffy? (laughs) Like, like, what are you trying to convey when you say those things? Not Laffy Taffy. <laughs> literally like stretch them like i'm like i'm fucking play-doh like you want me to just like extend extend my limbs like, yeah what so, do you want so uh <laughs> i learned that i couldn't physically overpower somebody but i could mentally and verbally overpower them so if i was gonna say something i was gonna say something that hurt you real bad and so that's a that's a natural thing that I find hard to watch. So I've learned to keep my mouth shut. And it's hard because I can be confrontational, but I'll say things that really hurt you. Like, I'm extremely confrontational and I have a yeah. very sharp tongue. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really quick with it. Which is why we're friends. You're very I, quick I'm with it. I'm extremely quick with it. Yeah, like, which is I, why we're friends. I don't know how. <laughs> it's like on the spot, I'll be like, rapid fire, rapid fire. You got something to say? I got... Got a rebuttal. It comes out real That's why quick. my parents thought I was going to be a lawyer. I mean. They're like, you're very quick on your feet and you always got to say something. You always have to have the last word and you always have a reason for something. I'm right. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I actually think I'm low-key a good liar too. That's not like anything to brag about, but I think i think In I'm some situations, liar. yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, that also comes from generational trauma, like being able to lie, like black people having able to lie to save their lives. Yeah. yeah you had to. Um uh, what did I want to say? Oh, I wanted to say I once had a boss who made fun of me for wearing glasses, okay? What? He, like, made fun of me in front of everyone for wearing glasses. And this is one of the times I'm proud of myself for, like, standing up for myself. You were just he was, trying to see. And, and so I was like, oh, you think it's funny to make fun of someone that has a disability? You think I, I like laughing about my disability? Because, like... Technically, yeah. Yeah. It's not a major disability, mm-hmm. but it's still... But for you to be making fun of me in front of all the coworkers, like yeah. making fun of the thickness of my glasses, as if that's if 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 we all can't laugh together, it's not a fucking joke. Like you're just being mean, and I said you're being mean. I said that to his face, and uh, he was like, 
obviously he didn't think he's also a white man. He was man. flustered. He was flustered. He wasn't expecting and, to be uh, called uh, out uh, about it. Yeah, and he left the room, and then three months later, I was let go. They fired you. I was wasn't rehired. Was it like a contract job? It was a contract job. Yeah. Because he was embarrassed, you hurt his ego by calling him out on some bullshit that should have been called out. Yeah. Because like what? Once again, what do you gain from that? What do you? Where is the joy in that? And if you just <sighs> find joy in making people sad and pointing out their insecurities, you need therapy. Right. Therapy. <laughs> Which is part of why I do this show is so that people can listen and 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 maybe identify parts where. Oh, they're the same, or they're different, or um, where they need some help, or where they might need therapy. Yeah, like we I've need said, to learn to like express our emotions and insecurities in a healthy way. Especially like, us millennials, like because we grew up like privileged, privileged on the internet. Like the internet raised us. We're the like. Our generation is like the the beta generation. Like we ex- <laughs> we did we experience old life and, and like new techn- life. we were there the technology grew as we grew because like i four years old we got our first computer and mm-hmm. it's like in middle school i was still using like floppy disk dude and like, floppy disk if i ask my brother who's gen z 16 mm. i'm 10 years older than him what is a floppy disk he would have no idea what i'm talking about or even like the phone like the 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 dialing the, the, the dial where t- like the the circle the, and yeah. it's like yeah I know what those are I know how to use a fax machine I remember when internet was dial up and made that yeah that and, noise. You, and like you couldn't be on the if someone was expecting a phone call you couldn't be on the internet and, and you had how to like expensive it you was. had to unplug it and like mm. when AOL used to send like CDs in the mail and stuff do you okay uh, there was this wonderful meme that just made me feel so like it's nostalgic for me because it has the cassette with a pencil or a pen and it says you had to rewind it yes <laughs> like people who don't understand how these things go together are like too young or of a different yeah. generation that or is like beautiful. the <laughs> the playstation ones where you had to like blow into the car or any of those type of games that had like the right you had to push the game in like the dust would collect so you had to blow them out speaking of or that, cds when they you had to like rub them on your shirt <laughs> to get them to stop skipping, skipping but that in general actually made, the made CD them worse, worse. <laughs> putting micro scratches on the cd yeah um i just found out the other day that like gamecube actually comes from like back in whenever they used children for like child labor and they would like sweep chimneys and stuff and they'd work in these factories or whatever and they and kids wouldn't have anything to play with and they'd get these like discarded like metal cubes um to play with and the boys would call these game cubes and that's essentially how that um, that w- that name that word, became GameCube. Nintendo GameCube because um, one of the boys is I think uh, like he he was his surname was Nintendo and then um, like later on like he became part of the development team or something I'm not 100% sure because I, I only read this very quickly mm. but that's like the the kind of like story how that one came along um, yeah interesting <laughs> yeah very I'd interesting I have to look that up I never and I'm this may be another Virgo thing, but I like absorb information. Dude. I'm like just random like, searching. I'm like, I'm going to go look that up. I'm like, oh, that, that sounds interesting. Same. Same just for random me. Random companies. I'm like, oh, the history behind this company. Like, oh, I know that. Like, that's cool. Like, did you know this? Yeah. Like, I like how for some reason I know that the, the Burger King in Korea and in Japan are managed by some um, parent company in Hong Kong. Like, why would I know that? But I do. Why would you know that? You <laughs> don't I... even eat Burger King. So, like, why would you know that? I have no you idea. You literally don't even support the company. <laughs> so, that's the, that's the weirdest thing. And what I also learned um, recently is that apparently, like, our bodies don't age as we think it is. Like, every year you get older. Apparently, like, there are three distinct ages at which, like, there's a massive, like, protein change in your body mm. that happens. So, the first one is at 34, which is why people, like, in their 30s, their bodies are, like, different with alcohol, with, like, foods and that kind of stuff, right? And then the another one is, like, 78. At, no, 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 sorry. It's at 68. And then another one is, like, later. Like, I think 78. Yeah. It's, well, this body feels aged yeah. every year. <laughs> I told you, this knee started hurting, like, the day I turned 25. <laughs> and it's been consistent. I probably should go get it checked out. Two oh, yeah, years yeah, later, yeah. I have not gotten it checked out. You, 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 that, it would be best to have it yeah. have it done before you're 34. How's that? Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, one time when my health insurance didn't kick in with my new job, 
I went to the doctor because I had a cold and the woman was like, it's going to be expensive without insurance. And I was like, how much? <laughs> Don't mock me. <laughs> that was like the perfect like lip sync to how much? And the woman was like, $20. And I was like, what? what? And she was like, yeah, $20. I'm so sorry. And I was, I like slammed my card on the table. I was like, girl, don't play with me. Like, just take this card and stop playing these take games. Take $20 extra, I'm honey. I'm like, god damn. I would, I would have paid $200 and not have questioned it. And you're talking about $20 is expensive. Right. Girl, please. <laughs> so, uh, a very ungraceful transition. So, we've talked, like, we've jumped in, into between anger, tangents, personal stories. But I do like that we uh, we discussed our different ways of dealing with anger. Um, how do you... Uh, would how would you respond? Let's say someone is unable to express that you've made them angry, but they wrote you a letter. What uh, um, do you think that's a healthy way for someone to express themselves? Honestly, it depends on the person. Right. Like, if I know they absolutely cannot talk to me, then yeah, that's okay. Mm. But if I if I think you're just being like a punk bitch, you just you just bitch made. Yeah, I and I feel like I'd probably feel like this letter is passive because I'll be like. Why can't you talk to me personally? Like, like it, like you can write a letter that's passive aggressive too. Like, yeah. if you can tell, I that- probably like open it and looking at read it with. Con- like I said, it depends on the person. Right. If I know you to the point where I'm like, I know you could have talked to me, and you just don't want to talk to me, mm. I'd be angry. But if I know, like, you generally like, I have friends that have really bad anxiety. Yeah. Like, I'm. I may strike a little bit of fear into them sometimes. <laughs> So like, one of them like happened to like write me a letter because they don't want to come because they're not confrontational. Yeah, I am one hundred percent open and understanding right, to that. Right. But if a confrontational person doesn't confront me, I'm gonna be like, yeah, you're bitch made. Yeah, because and I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna take your. I'm gonna read your letter. I'm gonna process it. Yeah, take them into consideration. But then I'm gonna be like. Fuck you and this letter, honestly. <laughs> I want to ball that shit up and toss it out. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep the information in my mind. But I'm going to toss this out. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing with it. Like, if someone is sincere, then um, their letter will be sincere. Yeah, But you usually can tell. With, with writing, people have the opportunity to frame it in a way that makes themselves the victim. But when you have a confrontation face to face, they can't, they can't do, that. do that easily. So, unless I, because th- I'm the proper person that would write a letter if it's really difficult for me to express myself and it's not difficult for me so um i used to do that as a kid but i don't do that anymore um because i i've i've learned to deal with it in a different way um but i think doing that is okay but you need to be aware that you will make yourself the victim and you will make that person try and look bad and that they is another way of attack yeah so you if need they're to like me especially yeah so you need to read your letter and be or have a friend read it yes. or someone else read it read someone unbiased unbiased and also what's more important is that people don't really write letters anymore no they do it on text Text is like the worst way to convey things, which is why when I had that fight with my friend, it was all done over text. And I tried for years to meet in person to talk about it because confrontational. I I need to talk to you face to face Mm. because what we were reading, I could read a sentence on text differently than you can read a sentence on text. And the tone could be crazy. I could have overreacted to something that you really didn't mean to say it the way Mm. it was said or like... And then, like, when it's over text, there's no real, like, clarification. It's like, I can't read your emotions or your body language, which is really important when you are confronting people. Yeah. So I'm just like, I could have been mad for nothing. Oh, true, right? Like, it could have been just a huge misunderstanding because you typed in caps for for a hot second. And I know things like that shouldn't matter, but they do. In the moment they do, especially when the emotions are involved and you, yeah. So that's, that's the thing. But Um, I'm not a letter person. mm. I will never write you a letter. I will never write you a book over text message. Honestly, when people write me books over text message, I'm just like, 
Why did you write me this book? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna read that. This is a whole Bible. I don't. I'm the type of person I'll march up to you and be like, "We need to talk." We my, my, hands my, hands on my hips, like we need to talk. What was your rumor? Room four is always open. <laughs> if you got something to say, you got any problems, questions, or concerns, Turns. room four is open. I don't. And nobody ever came to room four though. I don't need no blessings on text. Okay, no. come bless me in person. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. See, I'm. I'm also need therapy though because i that was a lot that, that was a lot. i am a lot yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> and I'm it a was lot too. it was done in the work group chat <laughs> like 30 people in it but i was like but i asked multiple times to stop and so like, it was, i wasn't even passive aggressive about it i was like hey could we do x y and z because and i wasn't the only one who felt that way but no. i'm the only you, one who spoke up because you know like my mom says Fight for your rights, Rosa Parks. Um, That's me. Honey, it's only the black people that spoke up about it. Like, but everyone... it, it annoyed a lot of people. And that's what made me mad. So it framed me to be like the stereotypical mad black woman who's very controlling and always sassy and has something to say. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know other people felt this way. Yep. And you know what the worst part is? Or the best part is? Like, later, after my confrontation with the snake, later, even our boss, Ms. Nam, got annoyed that people were sending personal message and she's like can you guys stop basically like in a nice way but she says can we refrain keep from it professional because i don't want to have to read through thousands of messages to get to something important about the pandemic about coming to school about okay whatever about the, the server breaking or something that's relevant relevant to the work yeah place. i don't care that you got your stimulus check no one fucking cares especially when you're not it's not a group full of... Like my new school, it's all American. So maybe that's more relevant at my school if I yeah. did that in the group chat because even my bosses are American. So we all benefit from oh, that. Oh, shit, yeah. But at our old school, what? There was five or six Americans. Then we had the Korean staff and then we had people from South, South Africa, Africa um, and Canada, yeah. New Zealand. New Zealand. There we go. We had yeah. different people. So it's um, like it was only relevant to a small group of people. Right. Maybe like a quick one-liner. Maybe like because I didn't write in the group message often. If if it was someone who didn't write often, it was already annoying everyone else. Mm. No one probably would have batted an eye. The people who it went to would be like, okay, but because you consistently over the years did this over and over, over again, again yeah and you have constantly been confronted about it but because no one has really of importance stepped up to you which yeah. is their fault yeah you just kept doing it because i mean honestly if someone who's on the same level as me probably told me to stop doing something and my boss didn't chime in and be like yeah let's set this protocol i probably wouldn't care either because i'm like you're you're not the boss who are you oh, yeah. but i was like a professional courtesy to not just me i'm just like after work, I don't want these personal messages. No, like, no one wants them. I'm like, it's three o'clock on a Saturday. I don't want messages from my work group chat. <laughs> the people I want to talk to are already separately talking, talking to, to me. me. We're already in separate group chats. It's like, I'm not going to blow up your phone. And mm. also, another Virgo. And I think I'm type A. Just, right. <laughs> I don't like the notification number I don't, on my phone. me neither. So every time I get a message, I have to clear it. Yeah. And then they, <laughs> when she said... Just turn off the notifications and you won't get it. And I was like, that was the first thing I did with this chat. But I turned off the bell, but you still get the notification number. It just won't come up in your notifications. You just like get it that won't little pop red up. Still it will just say you. that you have a notification, yeah. not you don't know what it is. And mm. I'm like, but how about you just not do that though? How? If if it's not an emergency, if no one is dying, if it's not relevant to everyone or a majority of the people in the group. Don't send it. Why are you sending it? Don't so send it. then I have another thing which also pissed me off, and I don't like when people do this, is when you are in a group, okay, and you send a group message, but the message is in another language. What? Why the fuck are you doing that? Because you know what that sounds like? like? When you are in a group of people and you all should be able to speak English and understand each other, but you speak another language, that, you it's know what? It's rude. It's rude because you can think that they're talking about yeah. you. Even, Even though if you're they're not. not. Right. It's just a human, natural human reaction. Insecurity. Yeah. We, we all have them. And I'm just like, if you know, we're all, especially at work. Yeah, especially a, at work. If we were out and about in public, whatever. It's free, but we're all at work. We're all teaching English, so you would think we all the Korean teachers don't speak to each other in Korean. 
unless it's like their break time or like lunch time. Yeah. But at a work meeting, there's no reason. Exactly. In and the also, middle of the work meeting. Also, I'm okay with Korean because we are in Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. working with, it's like, we're surrounded by Korean. And, and sometimes it, you do, and English is not their first language, so sometimes they need right. to convey themselves clearly in Korean, but the teachers there rarely spoke to each other in Korean. Or especially when they were around other English speakers, mm. they would speak in English mm. because it's rude. Right. It, it is rude. Like, uh, that's something I learned from, like, growing up in a multi multicultural society like if people don't understand what you're saying don't talk yeah yeah especially if they're a part of your group now, yes if you're yeah like that's what in i mean public and like how we're in korea and i may be with a friend and we're speaking english that's a completely different thing mm. but if i bring my korean friend and i bring my american friends and we're speaking english to not include them in the conversation to even not e okay, we may not be able to speak Korean for them to translate, mm. but the fact that I would probably like slow down or try to stop and explain right. what we are saying in simpler terms so that they can digest it. Because mm. I know when I speak to other native speakers, I do pick up my pace. Oh, I yeah. naturally talk faster. And mm. they have told me that. They're like, you guys speak really fast and mm. I can't catch it. But then like when it's just me and you, I can understand you because... You change your pace for me. Yeah. And I can understand. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize that. So no, you're just code switching. I'm more conscious about it. So mm. it's like I either talk slower or I try to include them in the conversation. I do as the best same as thing. I can. Like, I won't like I break it up in the middle. I'm like, I'm talking to you. Then I'm like, OK, they said this, this is this and that. You got yeah. it. OK. Mm. I do the same thing. It's it's we learn to code switch because we, like I said, grow up in different like societies with different people, more multicultural. So you yeah. learn to speak to people in certain ways, to adults, to children, oh, whatever. Yeah. I am considerate. Yeah, there we I go. I feel like when you grow up in diverse cultures, you you learn to be considerate right. of other people because, you know, everyone's not like you. Mm. But here in a country that's so homogenous. It's hard because that's not something that they really focus on. They, and they don't have to. Like, it's not no. something that you get, like, you learn as a child or whatever. So I, like, when... It would be better if they did. It, it would help. I When when Korean people speak to me in Korean or they realize that I can have, that I have some ability, they speak fast. And then I have to ask them, please slow down and use simple words. And so, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um... I'd like to wrap up the show with some like mental health practices. Okay. Do you do anything like specifically for you that works for when you're angry or sad or something? What do you do um, to regulate your anger or mood or anything? <laughs> I sleep and I cry often. Dude. I cry a lot. Uh, isn't that necessary though? I'm a crybaby. Yeah. My mom used to say crying is like taking your soul to the laundromat. And, like, sometimes you just need a cleansing. So. I need that on a t-shirt, honey. Yeah, it is. My mom has always said that growing up. So, naturally, I say that. If I'm just, like, very, like, emotionally, like, built up, I'll be like, I need to cry. So, I'll just, like, go home and cry. Or i like, watch a movie that I know will make me cry. Like, yeah. last night, I don't even know what was wrong with me. Like, I was just, like, in the taxi going home after dinner. Oh, and then I cried today when I was getting my nails done. She was Aww. playing Grey's Anatomy and oh my god that show used to make me cry so much oh my god i didn't even want to cry but like there was a pregnant woman that got into a car accident and then she ended up dying but they were and it was just like a really emotional scene and they were like but we have to save the baby and the baby wasn't like living like it didn't come out crying so like obviously i knew it was gonna happen the baby was gonna live because yeah, it's tv it's tv it's tv <laughs> but still in that moment i was just like so relieved when that baby started crying so i started like tearing up at while she was doing my nails and she was like are you crying and i was like yes yeah. and she was like it's Why? just a movie it's okay and then she was like i'm not gonna lie I, I almost got a little choked up too and i was like why are we in here watching this <laughs> so yeah i cry often i'm a cry baby i, I don't that. cry in public though because i don't like to be seen as weak which is like very contradicting of itself very because like, like i'm like cry it out yeah yeah be emotional be free but i don't like when other people see me cry so I cry yeah, in the comfort cause, of cause, my own home. Yeah, because you're vulnerable. Like, yeah. that's the, and nobody likes to be seen, you know. Like, we like to know that people can be vulnerable. But having other people see you be vulnerable is in itself like meta-vulnerability. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, like you saying, like crying in public made me think of like this wonderful, wonderful thing in Korean society that I just absolutely love because I love the drama of it is watching people break up on the street and like in public. Like, I think when I went to have my um, face readjusted, uh, <laughs> I was I walked past. <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. We're not even going to comment on that. I walked past this couple and this guy was like, he was like questioning her. Why, why, why? And I'm like, okay, they're breaking up. In and Korean? she's Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Basically, that's what's happened. And she's like explaining and she was feeling like he was like on the like attack and she was like defending herself. And then I went in, it was like 10 minutes and I came back out and then it was reversed. And she was like, you know what? I'm not taking this bullshit. And he was on the like the crying part and she was like, Mm-mm, no, not today, girl. I'm, I'm done up. with you. Breakups are emotional. I've seen people cry. I've seen people fight. I've seen people hate each other. Like not men hitting women because then I would have like said something. That's problematic. Um, well, let's be real. Both sides are very problematic. Oh, honey. Yes. <laughs> Where are you, Don't hit people, you guys. No, like my, my mom taught me. not the answer. My mom taught me like... Like you don't hit a woman, you don't hit you don't hit anyone. But if they hit you, I was taught that's don't, an invitation yeah. for you to defend yourself. I was taught don't hit anyone and not expect to be hit back. No, like I don't like I, I don't like if you hit someone, you better damn well be ready to, to yeah <laughs> to fight. I don't think a woman should hit a man. I don't think a man should hit a woman. Uh, how about we just all go back to kindergarten and keep our hands to ourselves? <laughs> I am I am an right. advocate for keeping your hands to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Don't touch me and I won't have to touch you. Do you know Nicole Byer? No. She's a wonderful comedian. Uh, is she the one on Nailed It? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. She's on Nailed It. Yeah. So you remind me a little bit of Nicole Byer. Why? Oh, wait, wait. Is she on Nailed It? Wait. Yeah, I think she is. Like her podcast is called Why Don't You Date Me? Well, no, why won't you date me? She's like 30-something and she's never been like in a relationship. So the- <laughs> what? That yeah. reminds me of you. Is this, this is her. She's on Nailed It. That yeah, first she- picture of her is on Nailed It. Yeah, so your your personality reminds me a little bit of Nicole Byer. I actually find her really annoying. <laughs> and I don't find either of you annoying. Oh, no. Not just because of your the way you tell your stories. It's so real and so honest. Yeah. That's why She's I not like, like super annoying, but I, it probably could be just for the show too. I feel oh, like yeah. in real life, she's not that annoying or like, I'm like... That joke was corny, or like, why'd you say that? But I know it's for the check. Yeah, so, it's for the th- check. I think that's what it is. I'm and all I, for a black and woman And I only know her from Nailed It. Right. And we know the demographic of Nailed It. So she has to put on the character. Yeah, she caricature? has to put on the caricature. Yeah, it caricature. is. Caricature. Because it's, yeah. it's black yeah. caricature, stereotype, yeah. yeah, that she's putting on. What um, the reason I like her is, because, like I said, just the complete honesty and just I am me. And that's yeah. what, what I saw. She's very comfortable with herself. Yeah, and I you are admit. too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm me. I'm the number one. <laughs> so I'm the ba- baddest there is. So basically the lesson from Quandra is <laughs> cry, be yourself, and be the baddest. <laughs> and listen to me. If you ever run into me, literally just, I will give you good advice every time. Always. I have never steered anyone wrong. I'll come to you for advice more often. <laughs> Listen, I give great advice. I mean, my life is in constant chaos and anarchy, but the advice I give is really solid because I am in constant chaos. And <laughs> I know what to do in most situations because I have been in those situations. I got you. You need to sue your boss in a foreign country? I got, I got you because I've done it. And I've won. I won't steer you wrong, you guys. <laughs> Come to me. My door, my door is always open. <laughs> Room four is always open. Room four may change locations, yeah. but it is always room four <laughs> and the door is always open. Honestly, the school hasn't been the same without you. Yeah, I know it hasn't. Yeah. Mm. Um, they're lost, though. They're lost. It's a, it's a nice sober. Why do I say is they're lost like I wasn't the one that quit? <laughs> I well, quit. You needed to go home. Like you I didn't. To go home, Honestly, so. if I didn't need to go home, I would have stayed. I told them I wouldn't leave to go to another school. I'm only leaving because I'm leaving the country. Right. Now I wish I didn't leave. There we go. Now look at me. <laughs> this shitty job I have now that I already quit. <laughs> but that's another story for another day. Another day. And uh, I would love to have you back again. If your time is permitted, I want you to take care of yourself and your schoolwork. Oh, <laughs> starting July 1st, <gasps> I am a free agent. 
And if I don't have this vaccine by August, I 100% am going to go home and get the vaccine. Because Korea has been... been, been pro- they been dropped the ball. Full, yeah. They, the ball. they had the ball for so long. Yeah. It was too heavy. Completely dropped it. Yeah. And the U.S. said, scoop. Scoop. <laughs> well, the U.S. has more resources yeah. in terms of like that's political why, connections to get the vaccine. That's why when people were making in front of the U.S. and me being the American I am, I'm like, hmm, what's that? What's that? And now look at us. We're like the the high. We have the highest numbers, but we also have the highest amount of vaccines yeah, too. That's like, true. We churned out those vaccines, and now the other countries want to buy vaccines from us. Yeah, I mean that's an, like Korea. Korea that's, and that's why there's a delay because they wait first. Wasn't Korea producing their own vaccine? They tried to. Yeah. Yeah, but then they were like, no, we don't. It didn't I work guess we no can't. More. It didn't work out, or it was yeah. gonna take too long. So then they like put in orders to buy vaccines from the U.S. And now they're delayed. Like the six, there was like six million units of johnson and johnson but then that world news we know what's going on with that yeah and then i think they were getting like 20 million or so of moderna 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 yeah moderna and that didn't work that's delayed they wanted to have like 20 million people vaccinated by may that's now Mm. delayed till the second half of the year and it's like who has honestly got vaccinated in korea I, I don't know because I don't know it's one only, person that has gotten vaccinated. It's only open to people 75 and older. But I'm like, are people getting vaccinated? Why wouldn't they vaccinate the teachers first? And, dude. The like, people who are in school with the children. The vulnerable population. Because honestly. And if, hospital workers. If you can get the teachers and the children to 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 um to be safely together in one space. They that feel helps like the, you don't need to do it. Well, no, that helps the economy because then parents can safely then leave their children at school, right? And you can open up that section and that gives the economy because parents then go to work and then companies don't have to, you know, do... Pay Zoom, them out yeah, and that, that kind crazy of stuff. COVID stuff they were doing. Yeah, so that wouldn't make sense to me. But you know what? I'm not a social scientist. I have, no. <laughs> we just are Virgos with common I'm sense. Like, <laughs> My arm is ready. Ready, honey. Ready. Sleeve is up right here. <laughs> Just shoot it at me right here. And the U.S. is giving them out like crack, so I'm trying to go get some of that crack. Kondra, thank you so much for coming. It was so much fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, everyone. If you liked what I said, what Kondra said, please share it with all your friends. Or better yet, give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere where you listen to your podcast just because you like me and because you want to be kind and because you loved Quandra. Yeah, thank you so much for listening and uh, have a great day. Bye. Bye.